getting into the weekend with some traveling music on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. What is he, about 5'2 or something? Yeah, real short guy. That's on a good day. <laughs> uh, our Friday show is on. Let me get to every Friday we have a segment on our map. We stop all the, all the headaches, all the aggravation, all the agita. <clears throat> we take a look at um, the sanctity and the glory and holiness of marriage. Because there's so much corruption, so much filth going on. You look at the Supreme Court ruling. Look at the hashtag corrupt media. Look at how not one nobody wanted to do in-depth reporting about what happened to the uh, uh, erased IRS files that just happened, you know, the, the computers. And look uh, at all the humidity that was in the air left by that last phone call that Mr. Malone had <laughs> on uh, the radio and the television this morning with his wife, of course. Well, it was, you know, it was very nice. It was, uh, you know, I have a long day, I, I minimum 10-hour days, and it was nice that uh, I, I pulled down the visor, you know, coming home yesterday. And this love note is on the uh, the visor there, soaked in my favorite the perfume that I buy her, Rose Thirty One, and I, and it had a little heart and said love you, and I was like, oh, what a babe, sweet. And we like I said, we met in nineteen eighty seven, eighty seven for crying out loud. Uh, my wingman on our marriage talk segment, a uh, great friend of the show, uh, is our one one hundred and first segment, Robert Kosick. Is uh, let's see, he's a church deacon. He wrote the uh, books uh, Honor the Vow, HonorTheVow.com. My go-to guy on this helps couples all over. Robert Kosick, welcome back to the show. Happy Friday, Sam. And that was a great segment with your wife. Of course, she's never going to call you again now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was looking over at your advice. This is about uh, uh, yelling and having arguments and stuff like that on our marriage talk. Yeah. And at the bottom, you say if this if this doesn't work, you know, if you're still upset, try Sam's advice. Take off your clothes and take a shower together. Yeah, I mean, why not? You might as well have fun, huh? Right? Because when you have, you heard her laugh, soap in one hand, loof in the other. <laughs> and you're butt naked and there's warm water coming out of the shower and, you know, kids are out of the, you know, the house. It's it's rock and roll. Oh, yeah. we got to get more people to buy into this. for crying out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course, with the caveat that it's your spouse that you're doing it with, not yes. like some of these people have their private hotel rooms in their buildings. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and you had sent me a great article from a group and uh, on couples, and it's always about it's husband, wife, husband, wife, husband, wife. Uh, yep. And even the stuff you sent me, as saucy and spicy as some of it was, it's still for husbands and wives, and that's the way it should be. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, marriage tip number 101, cranked up. If, when discussing a stressful topic, you we feel our spouse is not trying to understand our feelings, is downplaying the situation, or making excuses, we'll often crank up the volume to emphasize our frustration and the importance of what we're talking about, this will typically trigger return fire or, or one or both of us shutting down. A 30-year study found that heart rates play a significant role in this type of interaction. The study found that a normal pulse should be about 72 beats per minute for men, 80 for women. A 10% increase reduces our ability to focus or listen. And at 100 beats per minute, large amounts of adrenaline is released. Anxiety, fear takeover. Flight or fight mentality kicks in. 
So how do you avoid a fight-or-flight stage? Give a warning. Don't blindside your, to- your spouse with a hot topic. Set time limits. Do not discuss the topic more than 30 minutes at a time. And take a break. If uh, 30 minutes is up, uh, your pulse can return to normal. And give it a shot. If not, get naked and jump in the shower. Take it away. <laughs> Church deacon and author Robert Cossett. So what I found is, is I found this study to be very, very interesting, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that they look at. They hook all the couples up to all these different things, monitors and whatnot, and then have them start discussing all these different topics and different ways that they do it. And one of the most predominant pieces that they looked at was the pulse rate, and I found that very interesting that a minimum of just a small amount of a change, 10% of a change in your heart rate can actually deter your ability to focus. And then, of course, when you hit 100 beats per minute, your adrenaline kicks in and you go into pretty much this protective mode. And so all we're trying to do is, is help people to understand that, number one, they need to go by heart rate monitors before they actually have a <laughs> Before discussion. you sit down and talk with your husband, right? <laughs> set, it, set the little beeper thing for 80. When your beepers start going off, you shut down. And the other piece that I really found interesting is that it takes about 30 minutes for your heart rate to return back to normal. I didn't know that. I was thinking, ah, 10 minutes, and we're ready to jump right back into discussing whatever we were discussing. And then thirdly, it said, never discuss a topic more than 30 minutes. So I thought it was very, very interesting, and I, if I can get couples to do that, just to be cognizant of what your heart rate's doing, you can eliminate all kinds of problems. Well, yeah, uh, but they have to be really happily married, focused on each other, uh, treat each other with uh, great glory and sanctity and respect and passion, so that when you're having a hot topic, you can say, look, we've been at it 30 minutes, we need to stop. Yeah. That takes a lot of guts, because otherwise, does. if you're not tight, you'd be like, talking about are you just walking away while I'm talking to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. let, me, let me tell you something else and what happens is once you hit that flight or fight stage you're either going to shut down one or both you're going to shut down they call that flooding uh, you felt you felt flooded overwhelmed and you just can't take anymore so you just you basically cut off and then or you reciprocate with coming back with return fire and that's when the name calling and the really hurtful things are said that you don't really mean and whatnot and I do a lot of work with our soldiers as well that uh, deal with PTSD and I'm always amazed when I talk to the spouses particularly that's the guy who has it the wife will go well he said this so I just returned with this thing because I knew it was one of his little hot buttons And, and it just amazes me I said now this is a gentleman with PTSD and you're hitting one of his hot buttons that's a bad idea. Probably that's, not a good idea. Do it from behind sandbags 100 exactly. yards away. Robert Kosick, my wingman, our marriage talk segment. We take a break from all the uh, agit in the world and talk about the uh, most important thing is that the marriage we have with our husbands and our wives, how strong it is, what great role models we can be for our children so they can see what normal, healthy, great, you know, passionate marriages are all about. Uh, so when arguing, give a give a warning. How do you give a warning, Mr. Kosick, marriage well, real coach? Well, simply what you can do is you can just say, hey, look, you know, tonight when you get home from work or, or on Saturday when things have calmed down for a little while, we really need to discuss this topic, whatever it may be. And it can be something simple. I mean, what color are we going to paint the bed? We really got to paint the house or We really got to get, you know, the lawn done, the gardening done. It could be something that you know is going to be a point of contention. And depending on the people's personalities and how they discuss stuff, uh, will determine how they'll interact with you on those those different topics. But if you let them know ahead of time, they have time to at least think through what what their thoughts are on it and what their uh, perspectives is on it and stuff. So when they come into that topic, you're not just hitting them blindside and they're scrambling to to come up with a decision because usually when you blindside somebody, you want an answer now. That's right. Like they just walk in, they got groceries in both arms. We need to talk about it. You're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. And, of course, one of the worst things, you know, and this happens a lot as well, is the intimacy as well, you know. They, they, I'm dissatisfied. Well, and then you blindside them. And, and I've been guilty of that a few times as well on different issues. When you're talking about different things or when, when you're just getting into an area, you just, just dump it on somebody out of the blue because you're in the minute 
a moment of it, and that's when it's hitting you the hardest, and you're like, well, this is on my mind right now, so I'm going to talk about it now. Well, that's like the worst time <laughs> you can talk about it. I'm thinking about it, therefore we are discussing it. Yeah, we, huh? meaning I'm going to blast you. What? Uh, because what's, what's, the wrong, what's really wrong with that is all your emotional aspects are tied up into that discussion, where if you give a heads up and say, here's what we need to talk about, you can stick to the facts, you can stick to the issue, and you eliminate the emotional, which then means you eliminate the personal attacks which is usually what it leads to if you don't give them a heads up. Amen to that. Uh, Robert Kostick, our wingman, uh, honorthevow.com, church deacon, marriage coach. Uh, uh, he brings the more, uh, he brings the more the church like a feel. You'll, you'll, you'll drop a couple biblical passages on us. Me, I'm just throwing them in the shower. You know? <laughs> but I think in the middle, we meet in the middle. It kind of works. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. So, uh, real quick, let's get to showering. I, I mentioned this with, uh, with Denise last night. And there's a survey where, oh gosh, where was, okay, it, was it was up here a second ago. Uh, you it. sent me an interesting link about couples and showering together. Yeah. They surveyed 605 people who were married, and they just asked them, I think it was six questions. Uh, and the main question was, do you shower with your spouse? And then they had like six different answers. No, never. Yes, anytime. Yes, when not in a hurry. Yes, if we are about to have uh, sex. And nice, um, uh, not since the kids not since we started having kids. And they just said, you know, where, where would you answer in that category? I was shocked at over 10% were in the never category or not anymore. That, crazy. What's wrong with you people? Right, and, that's when I, and I took your, uh, Robert Kosick sent me this link. I sent it to my wife. And I said, look at all the people who are missing out on all the good fun. My goodness, showering together. 10% of y'all, never. Oh, jeez and crackers. What are y'all doing? Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's just – and that's such a, a barometer of the health and well-being of a marriage that – maybe it's not this area, but, but all the articles – and I had a few other ones, too, that, that I didn't send to. I probably ought to. All Christian-based ones, but they got a little yeah, yeah. saucier than what I sent you. But um, well, let me tell you something. This is very saucy. Some of the yeah, they, were, they were pretty good, uh, but but in a Christian perspective. But they yeah, were yeah. they were a little bit more more specific. But it was really interesting. They were the, every one of them, every article that I read said, "If you're not doing this, my gosh, you're missing out on something amazing." <laughs> and I have to agree. It's it's yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing more to say to that, right? There's even a category of uh, female unwillingness and male unwillingness, and the numbers go up as you get older, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, that's when the that's when the kids are out of the house. That's true. That's true. We'll be empty nesters. Uh, we'll be empty nesters in August, and I think our water bill is going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> and the survey, and, and we'll give the website. The, uh, it's the marriage bed. It's called. Is it okay if I give the website? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's called the marriage bed. Yeah, the marriage bed. It's uh, a safe place for Christians to talk about sex. Uh, and, and being Jewish, I thought it was fantastic, too. I'm just going to throw it in there. Um, it was. It's great for married couples. It is. And you need to look at it and go, hey, you know what? Maybe we can add some spice. Maybe it's good. Dude, you're married. It's all good. It is good. And I know a lot of our tips and a lot of our discussions usually wind up back on this topic. Well, there's two reasons for that. One, we're guys. That's just what we think about. Oh. So there you go. So deal with it. It's going to happen. But really, like I said, it is, it is a good judge for, for the strength of your marriage. And, and frequency is not the, the, the barometer. It's, it's the intensity of it and the connection that comes through it. So that's how people, everything that we do is going to lead to that most intimate time that you and your spouse can have together. And that's why we always wind up back on this topic. But, but even the arguing things, if you handle the discussions of hot topics, you're either moving closer together or you're moving far apart. There's no standing still in a marriage. So 
you need to be moving one direction or the other, and everything that we're doing and all these little tips that we give you, all 101 tips that we've given you, are all things to help you move closer I like together. It. Wait, let me grab that frame. Mr. Kozik, you're either moving forward or you're back, backward in your marriage. There's no standing still. Absolutely. Done deal. Done deal. So I'm going to put this link on our, on our Facebook page, okay? Cool. Uh, as always, thanks for stopping by. This was uh, our marriage talk segment number 10101. 101. And if they can't get it right after 101, then keep trying. Jump in the shower, right? That was my tip. If that doesn't work, jump in the shower. If it did work, celebrate in the shower. If you wanted to never have a problem again, practice in the shower. I've <laughs> go, go to the shower. It works. No one will ever say that on the radio. I'm glad this is the only place they hear that. I'm sure there's a, a radio school where they tell you, don't ever say you jump in the shower with your wife. No, that's why we're happily married. Life is stressful. Life has a lot of agita. Yeah. A lot like, of ups and downs. Yeah. You know? and like you found with your wife, and, and I thought it was really cute, and said, if you have the bar soap in one hand and whatever in the other hand, can you really get mad at me? And <laughs> she just started laughing, which tells me, no. <laughs> you can't. You really can't. She, all she can do is laugh. A naked me with a loofah and dial soap. Seriously? <laughs> Who can get mad at that? <laughs> well, if it's not your wife, everybody. But if yeah, well, wife, yeah. Nobody, right? uh, yeah, don't do it at the laundromat or the Denny's. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, all of it is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. The, com- the uh, content of our discussion today is on our Facebook page. Go to Sam Malone Show. Our good friend uh, Robert Kosick, honorthevow.com, church deacon, marriage coach. Mr. C, good to have you on Segment 101. Happy, Sam. Hey, you have a fantastic weekend, a happy, healthy, and very clean weekend. <laughs> Roger that. Same to you. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer. 